the Kendra Crump show. In a moment, you'll hear me. You're gonna hear me from a, from a different part of the uh, room or whatever. But it is a, uh, I know I have. It's been a hiatus and everything because of school. I had this one class with this teacher who was horrible. She came from like Irania. You know, I struggled. Like nobody really knew how she like like the words that she would say. I'm like, bro, that's not how you say that word. Like you know, Keith. You know how you say tomato instead of tomato. She wanted to be extra, yes. like tomato, but like say with like extra cursive words, right? You know. So with all that being said. She was a terrible teacher. I found her off of Rate, R-A-T-E, myprofessor.com, right? And that's a very subjective um, website to go to simply because it's not going to always give you the correct answer, right? I think those are paid people to post, like, good things about these people even though it's not true. Anyway, so... With that being said, because I feel like if they didn't do that, then nobody would take that class. Like, <laughs> honestly. So, <laughs> with, with all that being said, she um she would have a lecture, have I write down notes, and then the worst part is, Keith, and whoever else is listening out there, the millions of people. Keith, you know Snoop Dogg listens to, to the podcast as well. Did you know that? Really? Yeah, and Chaka Khan too, man. I'm, I'm, I'm talking out here. Chaka Khan. Chaka Khan, Chaka Khan. Chaka Khan's been fine her entire life. I, I, she did cocaine back in the day. So that goes to show you can do hardcore drugs and still look good. All right, so don't let that stop you from doing cocaine. That's my message for today. <laughs> she was a hot mess during the verses, though. <laughs> she, she was a hot mess during verses. I felt, I felt, I was like, damn. I, I don't know what she's on, but damn. <laughs> but you know what? The verses, I'm looking for another chair to put uh, my laptop at but yes yeah, so I'm just hitting every multiple multiple rooms in this uh this part in this uh, apartment complex oh here's one I'm gonna use this chair but no like I said it's just that the teacher she was very she was very much um just she wasn't a good teacher like and um thank god man that that you know uh the class is over I did end up passing uh the class uh so this semester I had two B's and one A, and but B that's good, but like a B plus, a B and an A, probably plus or A minus. I'm not, I'm not sure, but a B stands for better try harder to get an A. Okay, a C stands for we gonna see what your problem is. Okay, a D. Hold on one second. Y'all should not be at this out of shape because I am over here trying to carry a chair and a computer. I'm a little rusty. Just a little bit, but it's okay. It's okay. Anyway, anyway. So a D, a D stands for you damn near dead, and F is gonna I'm gonna F you up. That's what that stands for. How were your um your grades in school, Keith? You're gonna hate me because my grades were so good that I was I was actually double promoted. Lived in the projects of Boston. And I, my grades were so good that they actually bust me out of Boston to the whitest of whitest suburbs in Brighton, while all the other black kids were being yeah. bussed to South Boston and making the news. I was bussed out to Brighton, where not only they hated you because of your skin color, they hated you because you weren't in the same financial bracket as them. So they, they really looked down upon you. <laughs> Did you ever get bullied because of... The fact that you did very well in school or anything? Yes, yes, I, I did. I, I actually was bullied all my time through school. I actually graduated at the age of 16 years old, 16 years old from high school. 
Um, I was bullied all the way up until my sophomore year of Votech school. And that was because my grandmother in my sophomore year for summer vacation, she took us back home down south to Baton Rouge, Louisiana. And, that, and that's I got where some room, of that. That's where your roots are from, right? That, that's where my mom is from. My mom and my grandmother, um, they came from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. My, my mom was actually supposed to be on the Oprah Winfrey show many years really? ago. Yeah, because my mom had a crazy story. Um, my mom was born into a family that was that was very, very poor back in the day where they couldn't afford to raise her. So my grandmother who raised me and who I knew, Mrs. Johnson, they was they was one of those Southern families who was well to do. So they adopted my mother. Back then there was no paperwork, there was no legal, whatever. You just gave your kid to somebody and that person raised them. And um my mother was raised by Miss Johnson for, for, for her entire life, and then my mother decided that she wanted to find her real family after my grandmother passed away, and my mother was able did to you, do did that. You actually know your, did you know your grandmother? Like, did you guys, like, did you grow, grow up in the household with her or anything? Yeah, my, my grandmother was well-known in the Boston area, Miss Johnson. Everybody knew Miss Mary because of her hat. She was well-known in all the churches. Uh, Concord Baptist Church, my mother actually sang in a choir with Donna Gaines, who is Donna Summer. Um, my mother sang very well, rest her soul, uh -huh. rest in peace, mom, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, my, my, my grandmother- the yearly anniversary of your mother's passing. Yep, and, and my grandmother, you know, she took no crap. You know, she brought the brush out if she needed to. Um, you know, a lot of people like, well, when you found out that she wasn't your real grandmother, you know, how do you feel? And I was like, to me, she was still my grandmother. You Why know, my, you my grandmother. That type of question. What the heck is that? People ask that. You know, my grandmother. My grandmother took care of us. Uh, um, we used to always go to my grandmother's for Thanksgiving, mm -hmm. and we loved it because we knew when we, we. The one thing me and my brother knew when we were going to my grandmother's for Thanksgiving after dinner was done. Guess what, grandmother? My grandmother was bringing out. What? She was bringing out that Sears catalog that comes out at Christmas, you know, Thanksgiving with all the Christmas stuff. And my grandmother used to, man, my grandmother would not, she would, she would go crazy in her Sears and Robot catalog. We, we got, we were one of the first black people in the projects with Natari. <laughs> because oh, my grandmother. My reaction with that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. My grandmother got us an Atari from the, from the, from the Sears catalog, the, the 2600. That's how we got our first Atari. Um, and we was killing it, you know, and, and, you know, did you, did you ever play for money? Did you ever do any gambling back in the day? No, I never, I never gambled or nothing like that, but I'll tell you a funny story about my grandmother. My grandmother was, my grandmother was, was a church woman. Okay. And when we went to church, they knew my grandmother, you know, my grandmother was church for my grandmother on Sundays was we got up at four 30 because we did breakfast and everything like that at the church. So we was at the church at five o'clock and then we did dinner and everything. So church for us was like from five in the morning to seven at night for me and my brother. Um, and there's a couple of great stories. My brother one time, um, him and my cousin Snooky, they got the infamous brush to the hands because one weekend during Easter Sunday, um, somebody in church got the Holy Spirit. Now for those who have never frequented a black church. Or, um, even, or even watch TBN. 
TV yeah. and those infomercials. They just fall out. They just like hip <laughs> you start Harlem shaking. Yeah. So so a lady a lady got the Holy Spirit and my cousin and my brother laughed. They was laughing in, in the pew. And in and in, 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 in my grandmother wasn't having that. She took them right to the back and she lit their hands up with with that brush. My grandmother kept that brush, that wig brush, you know. Um one of the funniest stories is, is that when I was younger, there was a movie that came out called Heavy Metal. Mm-hmm. It was a, it was a it was an old movie cartoon based you know it was based on futuristic stories. It's it's one of for me, Heavy Metal was one of the best movie soundtracks of all time. And I told my grandmother, I said I wanted to go see this cartoon, and she was like, Yeah, we can go see this and. You know, we went to see it, but, you know, my grandmother didn't know that Heavy Metal was an R-rated movie that was going to be filled with violence and sex in this cartoon. So we get 10 minutes into this movie, and the cab driver is having sex with one of the passengers in the first 10 minutes of the film. My grandmother was furious. <laughs> did she ever close your eyes? Like, did, did, did you have... Oh, and no, can't... she got us. She, she snatched us up and left. She snatched us up and left. She let me stay. She let me stay, but she took my brother and my cousin out, and um, she let me stay, and she said, you can watch this blasphemous devil stuff. (laughs) Mm. Real quick, let me, because we have another person who came in. Shout out your um, socials. Go ahead, tell uh, any merch, anything that you're working on. I want to get that out of the way. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm your boy, Sinister One of Sinister One Productions. I'm a DJ. I manage the recording artist, Viana Marie. Um, I produce several podcast shows. Oscar Mike Radio, which is an award-winning show. It's also ranked the top 10 military shows by the VA. It's actually broadcast on the VA.gov. I also produce Maddie C Sports for You and Me, my show, The Booth, on Tuesday nights, Happy Hour with Lido, and then Drafting the Circuits, which is my NASCAR show, which is on Wednesday nights live. And then you can just find me, Sinister One, S-I-N-I-S-T-A, digit number one, on Instagram. And, you know, I've been kind of down and out because I got hit by a car back in February. So oh, no. Just, just bouncing wait, back. Wait, yeah. like, so you was just walking and it just came out like, what? what tell us about that. So I, 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 I got, it was a Friday. It was, it was February 10th. It was a Friday night. And my boy has a barbershop just three blocks from the house. I see him. He's been my barber for 20 years. I booked a 7 o'clock appointment. And I said, you know what? I'll be there at 7 o'clock. I walked down the street. And when I get to where his barbershop is, I stop and I wait for the traffic to stop. Traffic is busy on Route 27. And there was a lady across the street waiting at the stop sign for the traffic to stop. So what happens is the traffic stops to let me cross. I'm in the crosswalk. She's across the street at the stop sign. She looks left and thinks, oh, the traffic stopped. They let me go. She never looks right. She whips around the corner and plows me in the, in the crosswalk, um, I stick my hand out and my finger goes into the grill and she hits me. And luckily, I don't go under the car. I roll up on top of the car. And as I roll up on the top of the car, everything goes into slow motion. Everything becomes slow motion. I could see her grabbing the steering wheel with the oh shit look on her face. Yeah. And then after I rolled over the car the second time, um, my mind flashed back to when I was a kid. And when I was playing football and doing martial arts, and I remember he- hearing one of my coaches saying, Hayes, put your arms out. Hayes, put your arms out. Because I knew I was coming off that car and I was going to hit the ground. So I put my arms out and hit the ground hard, but that kept me from hitting my head and splitting my head open. 
but I scraped up my elbows um, and I went to get up because I'm like, man, I can't believe this woman hit me. So I was mad. And I went to get up and my knee was like, nope. So I ended up, it was, uh, I had a fractured knee, mm. a torn ACL, a torn MCL, mm. a strained PCL. I actually just came from physical therapy a half hour ago. Um, I just got off the crutches last week and I just got the okay to drive last week. So I'm just, I'm just glad to be here. I'm glad to be alive. Amen. Okay. Well, Keith, I, you know what? Um, I'm very glad, like I said, that <clears throat> nothing severe happened. I'm glad that God was there for you and he gave you even that flashback to happen. You know, people always can't, you can't say God's not real. He shows his, you know, face and shows it his wonders in some way, shape, or form. So I want to say, well, you know, was you know what's funny about the whole thing too? Everything was once I hit the ground, everything went into fast speed. And I remember there was a Haitian guy there. You know how Haitian people can be. Um, he was yelling at the lady, "You go nowhere. You go nowhere. You stay right here." She's like, "I'm not going nowhere. I'm not." He's and then he says to her, "How you hit him? He's a big dude." <laughs> He was razzled. And then, while this is all going on, some Cape Verdean dude grabs my arm. And everybody's saying, don't move him. Don't move him. Let him be. The ambulance is coming. And this Cape Verdean dude says, man, he's blocking effing traffic. I'm trying to get home. And I was like, that's today's society in a nutshell. That is what people are today. Everybody's self-censored. They don't, they don't care about people. That was society in a nutshell in that moment. That pissed me off. No, you know what? You know what? People like that. Oh, man. You know what? I I hate people who are like that. Just really insensitive. They they don't they don't you know care whatsoever. So that's all I say about that. Um, that's all I have to say about <laughs> that. But um, but yeah. So I'm glad you are off. Um, did you? have women give you some sympathy cat because of the fact they saw what you had going on i i, I did have i did have a few people in my Woo-hoo! inbox I, 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 had, I, I had a i had a friend who who hit me up and she was like if you need somebody to come over in the nurse's outfit i'm there and i was like look look my look my knee I, i'm not and this is real talk my knee hurts so bad after this accident after getting hit um I, I I didn't think of nothing for the the entire month of February and March was absolutely horrible. My knee was in so much pain. Um, I went downstairs to my man cave to play Xbox one night, and I have a futon, but because I had a fractured knee and my ACL was torn and all this other stuff was going on, I sat on the futon, but I didn't have enough strength to get up, and I didn't have nothing to push down on to get up, so I was stuck on the futon. And I had to really force myself up and out of the futon to the point where I was in tears. Like it was, oh. it was crazy. It was crazy. So, um, yeah, it was, you know, I did have some women who hit me up to check on me, make sure I was okay. But I can tell you right now, um, getting, getting taken care of was the furthest thing from my mind. Cause my knee was in a ton of pain. It, it was horrible. Well, you know what? I'm glad, listen, 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 I'm, I'm glad that you, um, you're like you, you. I don't know. I just. I, I'm. I'm glad that you just didn't. You know, go out in the way that, like, some people be like, man, I don't care about this pain. I still want to get some. Like, baby, I can't. I'm not. Folk, bro, get your mind out of the gutters, man. I'm glad you wasn't like that. That's what I'm trying to say. It was like it was. It was a profound moment. 
and everything else like that. So we have another person who has come in. It's like oh double G. I don't know. That's like reference for like original gangster gangster or something. I'm not sure or something. I'm not sure. But when they uh, they got some audio uh, stuff going on. So when they get uh when they get it all fixed, uh, and stuff, then hey, they'll uh they'll be back on. They'll be on as well. So, but anyway, other than that, other than that, I want to go ahead um and share. So I I, I literally um. I remember, you know, I have gone out with, uh, you know, several people. I've gone out with several people and everything else like that, Um, you know, but nothing ever matched because these guys were just bozos and losers. Like, they will sit here and say, hey, I want to, I want to be able to take you out. I said, okay, cool. Let's go out, right? But then these cats come in the, in, in, in the DM say, hey, can you send me a picture? I just want to make sure you're real. Why would you sit here and plan a whole date and then still got to ask if I'm real or not? What are you, what's wrong with you? <laughs> what is wrong? I don't, I don't be, because I don't want to get catfished. Then stay the hell off the internet. Keith, have you ever had issues being catfished or anything? No, nah, because you know what? I, I, as soon as they're in my inbox, I know they're fake. I know they're fake. And, and you, know what, you know what I like about catfishing? Is that I I see I go right to the friends mutual friends and see how many of my my buddies have liked or 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 or, or became friends with this catfisher and I and I'm like damn I can't wait till I hear how they got <laughs> catfished. <laughs> you know what I had um I had a person I had a got a friend of mine who actually was telling me about you know he spent time in prison and he had said that. His homeboy got catfished, and he was talking to this person we thought was a girl. And so what happened was he had, uh, they talking, they talking, and he's like, you know, let me see something. Let me see a picture. He's like, you ain't ready for this. That's what the the, the it said. It was mm-hmm. like, you ain't ready for this. Like, man, I'm grown, man. I, I done been spending my time in prison. Send me something. Took a picture. He says, man, when we saw the back and turn around, he been, uh, it been over. And saw the balls, man. We ran out of that cell, man. I said, "What? <laughs> ran out of that cell, man?" That's what you get for well, being free. I told you I was from Brockton, and and if you if you have watched Netflix, there was a story on there based in Brockton. There was a guy who catfished a woman out of all this money, and um, he was from here in Brockton, mm-hmm. and he took this woman's money, and they made a whole Netflix thing about it. I mean, can we really, is that, okay, so I look at it like this, right? Is, is Whose fault is that? Hers or his? Should something bad, what, okay, now I'm going to play devil's advocate with you as well. Bad things happen to people. Bad things are going to happen to you. The longer you live, you're going to have some crappy days. But how do we not know that this woman didn't do nothing heinous back in the day, and now this is her karma, right? You never know. It could be, but, but sometimes what I feel like is that, I feel sorry for people who get catfished because I'm like, man, are they that lonely that the, you know that this is this is where they're at in their lives, where they're willing to give. In this case, with Brockton here, um, this lady gave him in the upwards of almost two hundred thousand dollars. But see, and he, what you, but at that point, should you really feel bad for people? At that point, I don't feel bad for nobody actually. Who like? I'm torn. Like, like I, I'm gonna tell you why I don't feel bad because it's like, bro, like number one, 
listen, man, you're going to have to give me some love me long time. If we, if we doing anything and people are like, Kendra, you, I thought you said you were a virgin. I am, but I'm saying if, if I'm sending you some money, you better get ready to trick off. Okay. I'm going to have you on that corner. I'm going to do something. We're going to get this money back somewhere, shape or form. Cause there ain't no way that you are, I'm, I'm balling out on you like that. And I don't get no type of recompense. What do you think that this is, man? Don't do, don't do that. Don't let's let's not welcome to death row. Okay, that's what I say. I was the first one to coin that. Should got that for me. Speaking of Shug Knight, I said it before on this podcast. I have wrote that man a few times while he has been at his gated community. Okay. And uh he never responded back. And I'm like, can he not read? Why why is he but he's doing these interviews? That's bullcrap. That's bullcrap. <laughs> have you ever either visited an inmate or actually made friends like had a pen pal, but not like in a like gay way, like maybe with, with women. You ever had that? So I went through this phase where I would, when the internet was first really getting going, the internet, and um, they used to have um, singles um, for women in jail. And I went through this little phase where I was going on this website where there was women in jail. And they fine and, too, know, aren't they? They are really some, attractive. <laughs> some of them were really attractive, but then when you, you get into why they're in there, <laughs> and your mind's like, wait. your mind's like, nah, I'm all set. Okay, so, so I got a question. <laughs> Hold on, wait. So, okay, let me let me ask you. Let me ask you. So, what is it? Who was one? Did you almost fall in love with an inmate, or you just look at the pictures and then you decide if you wanted to respond or not? So it was most of the time you just wanted to click and decide if you wanted to respond or not. But like I said, I always got to what they was in for. And you know what? My mind was like, okay, I've had, I've had crazy girls as girlfriends, but I'm like, okay, you know what? Give a story. Give, 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 give one story that comes to mind. You can either say her real name or use an alias or just so, say crazy So girl. when you, when you, when you went on these sites, they never had their real names. It, ha- it always had their inmate number. No, no, no. So I'm talking about the girl that you had that you was in a relationship with that you said oh, you had crazy Oh, girls. I was, yeah, I was dating this, 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 this girl, this, this white chick. Um, and you know what? It's karma. It, it, it's karma because she was actually dating like my best friend. And you know, when you're young and you and you like this, you know, you realize that you shouldn't do things when you get older. But she broke up with my man, and then we got together, which I should have never done. To be honest, I broke the bro code right there. Okay, wait. Um, I got. But, I got. Hold on. I got a question. Hold on. Let me let me raise my hand real quick. Let me raise my hand. I got a quick question. Yeah. What is what exactly? At what age? So, bro code means you will never ever break this code, or do you feel like after a certain age it expires? Like you know how seven after seven years dead is gone. Like what? Explain that to me. We was we was still friends. We was still boys. So okay. I, I I broke the bro code. We was still boys. We was still hanging out. He had broke up with her, you know, six months prior, and you know she was she you know she was one of these. You know what it was? She was just I knew she was crazy when she was with him, but. You know, sometimes you get like some women. Do you think you think? Oh man, I can tame her. I can, I can, I can. And nope, no, nope. Like, I what failed. Was she, was she just pop up at your house with a boombox head on? Yeah, the she she would have, she would assume that every chick that was talking to me, I was with with them. Um, I went to a Bruins game with a friend of mine. We went to see the Bruins play the Colorado Avalanche because uh, Ray Bork had come home. And um, she assumed that Eric that I went to the game with was a girl. I came home and she had got into my house and threw all of my stuff outside on the lawn. So when I pulled up to the house, all my stuff was on the lawn. And I'm like, you got to go. I'm like, you can't be doing this stuff. And, you know, and it's funny because she's still friends with me. um, And I see her on social media and she's still crazy. 
She's in her she's in her late forties and she's still <laughs> not y'all crazy. almost at the AARP age and this broad <laughs> and now now let me wait keep now let me ask you. Did did you did you get a little bit of that crazy cat or you just said no, nah, let me let me not go that far. Oh no, no. We was we, we were dating for almost almost two years. We were dating she was And you she didn't was get actually... no cat from her? No, I did. I did. We, we okay. Had, we I'm had a okay. And here's my, that's the question. Did, did the was the cat amazing? Was it worth the craziness? Um, in the beginning, yeah. But after a while, no, it wasn't. It wasn't worth it. <laughs> when people when people start showing up at events and things like that, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like your, like Martin, like Martin said. What was your final strike, Keith? Were you like, bro, I got oh, throw, throw, throw my clothes out on the lawn when I went to a, okay. a Bruins game with a friend of mine. Gotcha. That you, how you gonna come in my house? Nah, nah, we broke up, and you know she learned to, you know, and then and then she, you know, she learned to not come through. Um, I actually lived in a condo like type complex, so what ended up happening was was that I broke up with her, and then um, we had um, I had two single girls that lived on the floor above me. And um, the two single girls used to always come out and hang out. And then I, I got into this crazy, <laughs> I don't even want to get into that, but. <laughs> okay, story for another time. Story. <laughs> it, was, it was a weird, it was a weird neighbor relationship type thing. It, it was just weird. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Hey, look, ain't nothing wrong with that. Well, let me tell you, speaking, uh, I want to say, um with men and everything else so there was this guy so what i was so what i often do is i often um if i come across an old man who's in my dm who tries to uh shoot his shot some way shape or form what i do is i'm like first out of my mind is how can i scam this guy okay so this guy (laughs) who i'm talking about is this 70 year old man on social media by the name of Jesse Rogers. He lives in Bridgeport, Connecticut. Jesse okay. Rogers. Okay. 70 years old. The man looks like that thumb from the spy kids. I already roasted this man on my um, YouTube page. But anyway, <laughs> the man looks like he'll give you worms. He also looks like he'll have me kidnapped, locked up in a basement with the heat in the night playing reruns of it and forcing me to watch that and like like he just he he literally having a conversation the man you know what i realized this man is a poor he's a poor old man but he's like i don't want to de- deal with no skeezers or or no chicken heads i'm like you try to keep up with the lingo it ain't working for you but he's like i don't want right. to do no skeezers or, or no chicken heads in um uh in 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 bridgeport in connecticut i like i want to deal with women i say well can you get me up here y'all get you up here he was for two days strike, Keith. He was he was BS, and I'm like, bro, how you gonna get you you Western Union? You know you can download the app, right? You're so smart. You're really a smart person. I'm just gonna go up to the store and I'm gonna walk up to the store and stuff, bro. You can download the app. What are you doing here, wasting time? He didn't even he didn't even have a car, Keith. This man, he's like, I want a date. I want to. He said, here's the thing, though. He never ever had um, any kids. He doesn't have no kids. All the women that he's dealt with, not been married, all the women that he's dealt with, Keith, has been women who keep getting um, abortions. That's probably why he broke um, He's paying for these abortions. He could have just kicked them <laughs> down his pants. I got an abortion joke, man. I got an abortion joke. There, there are guys out here who will eat abortion cooter and wonder why they're hearing voices in their head. 
Okay. Oh, oh my here's God. Another here's another one. Here's another one. Men play video games to get their inner child out. Women do abortions instead. All right. That's Ouch. because I'm trying to find my wife. I'm looking for a wife. I'm looking for a wife. And I'm like, bro, okay, I definitely understand that, but that's why you ain't got no wife. That's why women keep leaving you. He just kept professing all, and I try to get as much, any, any money out of him. After two days, I let him know about himself. Man, I, in the worst way possible. Right now, we gonna use him before. Now, I was trying to see, I bring this white guy in by the name of Todd Powers, okay? I bring him in, and the reason I talk, I'm bringing Todd in because I told Todd, I'm calling moving companies, trying to figure out how much money could is is it gonna be moving from Atlanta to to Connecticut? And so I'm talking uh, to this Todd guy, and Todd, uh, I thought he was black the entire time. We just sitting there chopping up for 45 minutes, guys. 45 minutes. We talking. He it gets a little hot and heavy and everything. I like. I ain't never been with no white guy. And I tell. I told this. Uh, talked about this on stage last night on stand up. I said, man, I'm. You know, y'all need to stop saying that white folks can't cook because I'm out here looking for a white man. Okay, they can. Y'all can cook. Have you tried your meth or looked at your white Air Force ones? Okay, because you cook the <laughs> hell out of those shoes, doggone it. And I got another question to deal for for white folks. And I've said this before, but hey, to the newcomers, y'all, you, uh, how come uh, y'all don't beat y'all's kids? You used to beat us during slavery. All right, we're done. We are done. We are done with the race jokes. Back to the story. <laughs> I probably didn't want to beat the hands off that joke. Back to the story. So, with all that being said, though, what happens with this guy, Todd? He's like, oh, send me some pictures. Send me your name. Da 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 da. Now, I'm talking to Todd. For 45 minutes. He didn't even inform me that he had a girlfriend. He wanted to meet up quickly. Like, the next day, kept sending me messages back to 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 back. All that type of stuff, right? He kept doing all that. Now, Todd, I'm talking to him. I end up sending, I'm a part of this, was a part of this group chat. It was like a, like a party chat um, for the monthly events, whichever one I choose to go to. I send a picture, say, guys, this white guy, you know, he, he was, he I guess he wants to go out, uh, wants to go out with me, I'm going to go tomorrow. Somebody said, oh my goodness, am I tripping or is he with a girl that I know? Doggone. He's with a black woman and they said that they were engaged and they only been engaged for two months. So what do I do? What I should have done, what I should have done, Keith, was I really should have met him at the spot and gave her, her the location instead. Or I could have been there and she could have came up there and like had the location like, bro, this is what you're doing. What are you up here meeting her for? I heard everything. I heard everything. Right? But I also know that, and I learned in my interpersonal psychology classes that, you know, and they're not married, but you know, Keith, 70% of marriages, 70% of marriages survive an affair. They survive it, but they, but what he was doing basically was cheating. And here's the thing, Keith, he probably does this a lot, but the thing is women, there aren't women like me who go up and tell other women, oh, by the way, your man is, is moving foul. It's not a lot of women like that. If you think about it, right? like, and I don't, I don't know what that's about. Like for, and now we've had a podcast, we've had a podcast episode, um, topic about this. Like, should you sit here and tell some, you know, uh, 
a random stranger that her man is is moving foul and it was like mixed reviews but i'd rather tell a random stranger versus telling someone that i actually personally know because it's gonna be that elephant in the room i'm still gonna see i'm still gonna see you i'm still going to you know uh parlay with you it's still gonna you know end up being that and for me i don't want to be around no one who is like that honestly so with that being said um with that being said, I told her we was on the phone three way. Of course, he started lying, and she says she's she, he's like, well, she's a scammer. I that's why I deleted her number. I said you should have kept the kept the receipts, man. You should have kept the receipts. But he knew he was wrong. But again, you know what's gonna happen though? He's gonna get caught. He he he. I mean, they're still I guess together. They live together and everything. But and that's the worst part. He was in the bed with her at seven o'clock in the morning, sending me text messages. What the hell is that? All within the day, man. <laughs> Oh, you know what? To to me, it's like I was telling you, like, what a white man did. I said, guys, you guys realize men are still gonna be men. Doesn't matter what race they are. Stop thinking that white folks are gonna be better than black folks or whatever else it may be. Like, stop thinking that. They still, they people are still gonna be people. Like, I'm just, I'm just saying. Like, but no, like I said, um, I again, what's gonna happen is at some point he thought he could escape that, and he's gonna do it again. And this time it's gonna be in plain view. And it's up to her to leave or not. That's all I have to say about that. Have you ever dated um, outside your race? Who me? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it's funny because I, I, I got I got a lot of crap because of it. But here's the, the the problem is is that when I was younger, you know, um, I I grew up in Boston, lived in Boston, um, and growing up, you know, there were black girls that I had crushes on and liked and. You know, I would go to family cookouts, and my family is a big family. My my grandparents came from huge families, um, so it it seemed like every black girl that I met when I was younger was a cousin, or was this, or was that. So once I got to Brockton, once we got out to Brockton, which was the suburbs, you know, there wasn't many black people in Brockton when I got out here. So when we moved on my street, you know, it was all white girls, and me and my brother, we was like. We were like new toys, you know, um, you know, the handsome black boys on the street. And, okay. you know, I, I, and yeah. that's, so that's kind of when I started. Were you feeling like Pootie Tang? Yeah, you know, kind of, you know, kind of. And then, and then I got, you know, it was, you know, white girls for a while. And then I got a job working for the MBTA. What's, and, MBTA? And, you know, What's a, MBTA stand for? MBTA is the uh, the transit company here in Massachusetts and Boston, the trolleys and the trains okay, and all well, I'll that. Be, I'll be actually, you know, hopefully, God willing, I will be in Boston uh, by Man. the end of the year, you know, and for all the ones who are going to hear this on YouTube, I'm talking about December 2023. I don't know when this episode is going to drop on YouTube, but for all the ones who are going to hear it on YouTube, December 2023, I'm going to try to come up there, going to go to the hockey game. Uh-oh. Have you been to the hockey Uh-oh. game yet? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been to, I've been to several Bruins games. I was a season ticket holder for the Patriots for many years. I've been to a ton of Red Sox games and you, you, Celtics you, you, games. You well fast. Oh, we got we got somebody who came in, Vashon. Vashon, welcome into the Kendra Crump show. Welcome. And go ahead and unmute yourself, Vashon. <laughs> he'll he'll unmute unmute himself. Shortly. And, you know, I've been lucky enough to ring announce in the cage for uh, Mixed okay, Martial Arts. Can you hear me? Hey, Bashar, you made it. What's up, Jimmy? What's up? Hello, people. How are y'all? Hey, Hello, Bashar. Another day me not being on the corner. How you feeling? 
Same way as that. <laughs> hey, so, so I, you know, um, it's just been me and Keith. We've just been here, you know, just, just parlaying for the last uh, 30 uh, plus minutes. And go ahead, yeah. LaShawn. Uh, Keith, I'm you, uh, trying you, to get in yeah. here with y'all. Really? I have. I, I've had a few issues. Um, I'm not computer savvy, but I'm here now. Oh, that was that was you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So he made it in. Gotcha. Yeah. You. I was determined. Yeah, I was. Look, you know what, and Vashon, that's why that's why you make it more than Shaq's. Okay, Shaq, he has a big network. That's why you got about six black cards. Okay, that's why Jay Z came to you for some inspiration because of the fact that you know you work hard. You're like, man, I'm gonna keep on. Yeah, I'm well, gonna keep man. on trying. I'm not, I'm not gonna let my girl down, man. Hey, hey, hey! As long as it comes to fruition, you're right. <laughs> That's as long as it comes to fruition, you're right, man. Because I was struggling over here, <laughs> trying to get in here. I was, I was listening to y'all's conversation, and I could not chime in at all. It's okay. <laughs> hey, I'm glad. I'm glad I'm with you now. Hey, listen. Better late than never, sweetie. Better late than never. So, Vashon, Okay. So, go ahead. Uh, give. Keith gave his his Instagram name. Give out your Instagram name. Where they can follow you at. Where they can find you. All that good stuff. Tell anybody what you're working on. If you have anything that you want to shout out, the floor is yours. Oh well, my Instagram name is Six G Technical Tech. It comes from me um liking liking to build with my hands. Oh, look! That's why you got hoes, man. Hoes can't stay off you now. They they treat you like 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 you like like you you foodie and they kitty cats and all that type of stuff. Come on now, well, yeah, come that on could be now. My weakness, but <laughs> I'm trying to dodge it. But at the same time, six G six G technical technician. Or I don't even know what my Instagram is. Now look, I'll just I'll shout you out. What I'll do is, you know, when I post this, I'll add you. So you'll be added. So wait about a year from now. <laughs> you'll be hey, added on. Long <laughs> you do it, sweetheart. Um, I'm a welder at heart. Welding is life, and life is worth living. Hey, uh, okay. Don't have any special projects, but hey, if anybody needs a welder. I can do it. I can do it. You, you, travel, you travel from state to state, country to country? Yeah, if that price is right. That's right. Hey, that's it. <laughs> yeah, Have it costs ever, money to go state to state, country to country. You know what? Let, that, let's ban something. That's my first. I want to get a ban. Let's ban people who want to lowball you on your business. Like, bro, what? What do you do? Why, why would you do that? Oh, but you want to go shop with some other people, and they are higher than I am. Like, come on. We're supposed yeah. to look out for each other. What? Well, I agree with you wholeheartedly on that. I do, but we gotta we gotta show up when it's time to show up. You know what I mean? Don't give them a reason to doubt us. Mm-hmm. But there there are a lot of people who they gonna doubt anyway, and they're always gonna try to scheme. Have you ever been scam- uh, schemed so hard that you like thinking like, man, you dirty bitch, you, you really, it could be, and when I say bitch, it could be a, a man. Anybody that done got you. Yeah, like, hey, that, that can apply to him too. Yes. <laughs> and yeah. yes, I have. So give me, give me an example of not the, the first time, the most memorable time where you like, man, I really got got by somebody. Um, 
there's so many to be honest because um I went about things the wrong way I, I I thought about I thought about it with my heart instead of my business mind mm-hmm. you know what I mean so but uh one time I can really relate I was doing some work and um I'm not gonna say because you you have a big vast fan base I don't know it <laughs> might you know what I mean right, you know what? <laughs> it might reach that person but I will it's good. say hopefully will it does hopefully it does but um uh it was uh I was doing some work I was down and out as far as uh building with my hands to help a dream of theirs to flourish and I was the under I was under the expectation of me getting paid once I was done. Now mind you, I was a solo act. They brought their own workers in or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. And we were all supposed to work together to uh, you know, make the dream work. Dream work makes team work, uh-huh. Right. And I put in it, I went in on that team and I, hey, I was being hated on from the time I showed up. Mm-hmm. Now, mind you, I didn't have much, but I was being hated on from the time I showed up. And um, so me, you know, read the room and handle things accordingly. And um, make a long story short, at the end of the day, the other part of the team got paid and I did not. And, you know, but I didn't let it bother me. I just kept it going. And look at me today. I'm that guy you saying getting $80,000 a year <laughs> being a welder, you know? Hey, look, that's a good... That Sometimes, man, you got to go through BS. And then it's going to be, you know, you got to hit that hit that storm and then comes that rainbow, so... You know, you gonna have those t- tough and trying. Now, let me ask you this question: If you saw them today, person who did that mess, um, would you mollywalk them, or it's like no? Nah. Honestly, I wouldn't, because it was a business move, and for them, they need to come out on top. Then, you know what I mean? I, I it never stopped me as far as my business. I knew it was a risk when I did it. You know, so don't get me wrong. At that moment, yeah, I, I was ready to burn down. I, my favorite saying nowadays is raise hell and bring down the heavens. And that was one of the things that I wanted to do at that moment. But today I don't uh, I don't hate them for it. You know, I hell I still talk to them to this day, but we just don't handle things on that level and sometimes that, that, that has to happen sometimes you know when you get into a business with someone it's not always for the best outcome and everything else like that and yeah growth growth that's, I look at it in a way as uh, financial growth you know what I mean I know that venture didn't work out but that ain't gonna stop me from doing something else but I just know I can't deal with you on a different level for that you know mm-hmm. All right, and so with that, we are going to take a quick commercial break, guys. We will be right back with these uh, messages. 
All right, we are back. We're back. So this is going to be part two of this episode's called We're Back, but only for a limited time only. So this goes to the people on Anchor and everything else like that. But going to finish listening to what Deshaun, uh, well, I was going to call the main man's name Deshaun. But Sean, all right, let's finish listening to what he says. Now you're keeping it real. I didn't doubt, you know, oh, that was me. money-wise, financial-wise, when it comes to, um, when it comes to helping people out, finding even something like that. I haven't gone to business with, well, I tried going to business with people a couple times. It didn't really work out, but, you know, financially I've helped people out and then they just like literally, you know, screwed me and everything else like that, you know, so it, it, it really sucks. I'm like, why would you do that? But that's just who they were. Like, oh, well, I, for, I forgot that I had to pay you back. How did you, how do you forget? How do you forget? <laughs> right. yeah, yeah, excuse my language. That's some bullshit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You can curse as much as you want on here. That's, you know, but it's okay, man. I ain't going to get too live. I've been going through these last couple of days. <laughs> hey, it's, and, this, and this message is recorded. Yeah, everything is recorded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I was just being funny. Okay. But yeah. Um Yeah, man. Yeah, that's some bullshit. It is. Yeah, you know what? And that kind of tarnished our friendship. And I was you know what I was really about to do? I was gonna try to get him evicted out of the house. Um, because he didn't pay me back my money. Like money is something you don't play with when it comes to folks, man. People will shoot you over a dollar that you owe them. They don't even cause it'd be the principal behind they gonna do over their house. What what'd you say? What did you think they would they would do over their house if you trying to get them kicked out of their house? And you know what? That's that's what. I, but you know what's crazy? I let them know to like put that fear in them. Like, bro, I really was gonna like make sure you got evicted out. He's like, if you would have done that, that would have started a war. Now, if he didn't know where I lived, then how? how what war would it have started? <laughs> Is that where I live? Yeah, you gotta be. War is a chess game, baby. <laughs> you know what? You know what? That is that. That's the thing. And it's like we was already in too deep. He had my phone number. He had. He knew where I lived. So, but if he didn't know where I lived, and I had one of those text-free apps. Oh, I could have got him out. Mm. We would have never seen each other again. But why the crib? Why kicking him out of his crib? Because I was trying to really hit him where it hurts. You owe me money, and it's been months, and you said, "Oh, I forgot about it." So guess what I'm gonna do? I'm teaching you a lesson. That's it. That was the lesson I was gonna teach him. <laughs> I feel you, but at the same time too, was that rent was the money he owed you the amount for your rent? No, no, uh, okay. no, it wasn't. It was a few. Overall, it's like four hundred dollars. But I just don't like people. And then he got crunk with me. He lied. He got on the phone start getting uh you know sassy with me and i'm like baby i'm not the one nor the two we can like let's leave you don't we're not gonna go there we can we can go there if, we, if you guys want to but I, i'm not gonna go there so like i said i think but that's what i've learned is it knowing what i'm thinking back about it now it's not even was not even worth it honestly trying to even get him evicted even if i would have gone that process because look at him he probably would have been struggling trying all over what some money that he owes me you know, or, or I could have sent some goons over there. Hey, mm-hmm. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't opposed to none of it. <laughs> but at the same time, too, <laughs> like you said, it, 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 it sometimes it just might not be worth it. 
What? Let me, you gotta pick. But him. I would like to know why he didn't pay you though. He eventually had paid me. He said because he did. He really just said I forgot. It slipped my mind. That that was his his, his continuous reasoning why. Yeah, I forgot. It slipped my mind. I don't know. Four hundred dollars. This day and age, <laughs> you forgot it. Come on now. <laughs> I'm glad y'all overcame it, but yeah, that nah, nigga. You I never gave him money again. I, I, like literally, we just, we're, we're Facebook friends. It's really what what he he and I are. That that's it. But he, like I said, he was wrong for that, you know. And I just, I just really, I really thought he was gonna be, you know, better than that, you know. But hey, that's just that's just who he is, you know. And and I can't I can't get upset behind. Like, like I said, people, at least I saw, at least it wasn't thousands of dollars. Let me ask y'all something. What's the most amount of money? We'll go with you, Keith, first. Uh, whoever wants to go first. What's the, oh, and Keith, do you have a, um, do you have a, a band for this week or so? Do I have a, for this weekend? No, this week, a band, B-A-N. Do you have something for, for that has happened that you want to get off your chest? Hmm. Not really, because I'm trying to enjoy this week. So I'm not, I'm not trying to ban anything this week because I'm, I'm finally off the crutches and finally able to get out the house. Oh yeah, I want to ban rain because <laughs> I'm trying to do something on Saturday. I've been cooped up in this house since February. I'm gonna ban bad weather, rain. I want that. I, I don't want any of that. So if you're listening, Mother Nature, keep it away. Hmm. Rain, rain, go away. Come, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Okay. You know well. what, brother? I would say this: some of my most joyful moments have came in rain. Give exactly. I love the rain. Give it a try. But I, I do remember you saying you got into an accident, so I get it. You don't want to slip and fall, but well, no, no, I'm, I'm going to a, a motorcycle um, thing in Connecticut, and my bike, you can't drive it in the rain. Once oh, it rains, my my bike yeah, you, you can't you can't yeah. drive it in the rain. It loses control and it's all over the place. It's got twenty two hundred cc's of power. So, <laughs> hey, well, brother, I commend you for riding a bike. Period. I got on a motorcycle once and never did it again. You know what? I love a bike, man. I, I it's the best high of my life. I felt like I was in another world. On a whole nother planet, it's it's amazing, actually. Hey, well, shit, I almost cracked my skull wide open on that first but did, ride. Did, did, did you have a helmet? I did, I did. Tell us what it happened. Was cra- it was it was just a crazy thing. Um, I'm a welder now, but the story behind it was uh, I was a maintenance guy then, property maintenance, and uh. It was a girl. Her name, she, I can't even, uh, yeah, her name was Ra. I remember her name. And she was Egyptian. And uh, she had an issue in her apartment. I went over there, fixed it. And she was like, hey, you ride motorcycles? I was like, nah. She was like, well, when you get off, come over here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna teach, I'm gonna show you how to ride a motorcycle. I was like, all right, cool, whatever. Showed up, riding a motorcycle. And, um, I keep it a band. I almost ran into a parked car on that thing. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh man. 
did you stop? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I jumped off, laid the bike down and everything. And I'm, I'm, I mean, I felt bad because, you know, somebody bike was on the ground and I was on it. <laughs> so I'm like, yo, you know, hey, I'm sorry. I ain't mean it. You know, I was going straight to this to the car. I couldn't move. She was like, don't worry about it. It ain't my bike. <laughs> Hilarious. Hilarious. But still, at the same time, all I saw was my head going through that windshield. Mm. So I was like, nah, I ain't getting back on there. I get on any four-wheeler, but I ain't getting on no bike. I get on anything with four wheels, but I will not get on that bike. Oh, okay. Oh, that's your bike. Oh, those are us. We call them slingshots down here. I'm yeah, that's what I have. But mine's but mine's is rare. Mine's is a GTLE. They only made three hundred of them, and I have one. And Stefan Diggs from the Buffalo Bills, he has one. Do you, do, you, do you and oh, Stefan okay. go uh, riding together? I've been trying. I've been trying. I went up to Buffalo and I tried to link up with him so we could take a picture and, and call it twins. Um, I'm actually headed to the Slingshot Convention in Maggie Valley in two weeks. Um, and usually, you know, a few people show up down there, so I'm waiting to see who's going to show up down there. I'll be live on my social media for this event, so. So what happened? How come you and Stefan didn't get no, like, you know, it, it didn't work out? Because it was, it was football season. I was up in Buffalo the same week that they were playing, uh, getting ready to play for the playoffs. And, um, yeah, couldn't make it happen. I was on my way to Ohio for a play that I was uh, in the production. Mm-hmm. So, okay. I would I would have loved to have made that happen, and I, and I still could, I still can. I'm, I'm gonna reach out again. Um, Anything and is see possible, if we can make man. that happen. I, I believe in you. Like if this is your dream, if you if you have it on your bucket list, your manifestation list, and you put it out there, God will make it happen. You know, so I believe hmm. that it's gonna happen. Especially if there ain't nothing evil. You ain't said, man, I want to be like, be like the, the male version of set it off and stuff. You know, you ain't doing none that ain't, ain't, you know, a horrible thing. You know, you are doing something that, that can be cool. How'd you end up coming across? Like, did you win it? Was it like off of an auction or what? What's this? Um, no, um, no, I, I bought it. I bought it. Um, it I, I've always wanted one. Um, and I waited for the right time. And just before COVID hit, the Chicago Auto Show had said they were coming out with this special edition model. And, um, you know, I had the money in my stock and in my equity. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I never I never treated myself to nothing. I, I So I bought my house. I bought my house in 96. And I never, ever, ever refinanced or borrowed against it since 96. So um, what happened was, was, you know, I decided that COVID had hit. You know, nothing was moving. Um, I contacted my bank and, you know, they had dropped the interest rates down during COVID and the bank said, Hey, um, you're not going to be able to take any money out because you're on the backside of your mortgage. My, I'm on the backside. I, I, I bought the house in 96. I've never refinanced. And they said, the bank isn't going to refinance you because they're not making any money off you. They said, you're going to have to take some equity out of your house and, I bought my house for like seventy nine thousand and ninety six, and you know my house you know is. What? And I bet it's it's worth millions now. And that's the thing. Like that's why I wish I was a lot older because you guys like, but Sean, the first time your 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 um 
uh, first apartment or house, how much was rent at that time? Back your very first one. Oh man, my first my first apartment was probably like three hundred dollars. Was it in a good neighborhood? Was the neighborhood okay? Was it decent? Well, no, no, it was it, it wasn't. But it, it was the wild wild world. But at the same time, too, it was um, and I hate you. I hate to say it like this. It was good for what uh my demographic was then. You know what? Hey, you know, <laughs> so let me ask you, was it like, did you, did you have random dogs running amok in your neighborhood? What made it not the best area? Um, the people, I mean, hell, I had dogs then. <laughs> how, many, how, many dogs, how many dogs did you have? Good. How many dogs did you have at one time? How many dogs did you have at one time? At one time? I've, no, I've never, I've always had one dog at a time. One dog at a time. Uh, I didn't do a, I didn't do a lot, uh, you know, a bunch of different dogs, but I've only had one dog at a time. Half the time, I wasn't even supposed to have the dog. So, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, uh, yeah, but, um, is that, is that, that area, time, is that area still there or has it been torn down since then? Where Actually, it, it is still there. They remodeled it. I rode by there. It's crazy. I just love that side of town, so I'm still on that side of town. You just have moved to a different. Say again. I said you had just moved to a different area on that side of town, correct? Right, 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 right. But um, it's still. I'm still close vicinity. If I wanted to go back and walk through that neighborhood, I could. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but um, they um. It's it's changed up a lot. They cleaned it up on the outside a lot out there. Mm-hmm. They really did. But um, yeah, that my my first apartment was probably three hundred dollars. Gotcha. How, how long did it take for you to get a house after that? Like you go from apartment. How many years were you living in an apartment before you said, okay, I gotta get me a house? I'm still in an apartment. I'm not okay. in a house. Oh, okay. I was thinking that you were at. So let me ask you the difference between with an apartment and a house. What do you think are the pros and cons? Like, are you, do you want to move to a house one day? Or are you like, I'm cool. You know, I've seen how the house, the HOA and they ain't ready for me or, or what, what's, what's your thought process? on that? Well, my thought process is I don't want to deal with a HOA because from, uh, things that I've heard from people who own houses, um, an HOA, that's everybody. If somebody, if a bunch of other people have a problem with what you got going on in your yard, they can make a complaint. And whether you're paying the mortgage or not, you got to deal with that. You know, um, when I grew up, when I, where, you know, where I came up from a young and up before I got to where I'm at, I didn't have no neighbors. Our neighbors lived across the street. There wasn't nobody beside us. There wasn't nobody on either side of us, and there was no one behind us. That's actually good, though. That's actually, you're the first person I come across. Did you grow up like that, or did you have neighbors? Um, I had neighbors growing up. I mean, we grew up in the projects. Yeah, we grew up in the projects, and then we moved to Brockton, and we had had neighbors on our street, so. See, I'm a country boy. We didn't have that. You know what I mean? I, I had 
I had more corn growing around me than I had. <laughs> you know what I mean? But on some real shit, that's what I want to go back to. You know what I mean? Um, my adolescent years or whatever the case may be, that's when we started getting neighbors and all this other stuff. But my most memorable and fond for years of my life, my neighbors lived across the street. Gotcha. You know what I mean? We, if you walk out at night, <laughs> you could be attacked by wildlife if you take the wrong step, if you don't see them coming. You know what I mean? And <laughs> that's, that's basically what I want to go back to. And until I find an area or something like that, my forever spot, hell, fuck it, I'll rent it. You know, because I feel like that's just where I'm just going to be happy. You don't you don't show up to my house unless you're supposed to. No, that's right. <laughs> you feel that's what I'm right. saying? Hey, I felt, listen, I felt, I felt, I felt, I felt that. I felt that. Felt that seriously. Like, I felt you said that, man. I felt yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, Had me yeah. shook. So, yeah, you know, right now it's all good. I mean, I got a little spot, whatever the case may be. Um, well, you know what? But at least you have your own place. You know what the thing is? Black folks want to sell. I've come across too many black people who will sit here and be like, oh, you know how, how come? How come you 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 this age? Why are you still living in the, in this place? You need to have this. It's like, bro, why, why are you guys sitting here concerned and checking our our lifestyle? Like, I don't. I I want y'all to stop. Let's ban people who do that. Let's ban the black folks who sit here and criticize you for for not doing what the American dream or what <laughs> you know you supposed to buy you need to be out your parents house and be having like making 80,000 a week and da 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 guys who cares a place is still a place it doesn't matter like as long as you got a roof over your head and everything but the majority of people forget like hell it took your parents damn near 20 to 30 years in order to get the house (laughs) you was probably like 10 years old you know what I'm saying when they got the house or some shit Mm -hmm. like that man Mm -hmm. yeah no, yeah, exactly. You probably, probably should ban. Did you have a Did you have a, a apartment warming party once you had moved in? Uh, like, how'd you celebrate? You know, the, your first apartment and and kept whenever you kept. Did you like celebrate? How'd you celebrate? I celebrated by sleeping in that apartment all weekend long with no lights. <laughs> Okay. What about you, Keith? When you had so Keith, around what age were you when you had moved out of your parents' home to even it could be a roommate situation? Um, I moved out in my early twenties to my first apartment. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I got my house in ninety six in my late twenties, um, because my girlfriend was pregnant and Oh, congrats. Happy the, Father's Day to you. How many kids you got? You. Four? <clears throat> two boys, two boys, but the okay, landlord. It was an even number. It was an even number. I was close. And um, the landlord didn't want to um, make the apartment lead free because here in Massachusetts, the law states that if you have children in the house, it has to be lead free. And he didn't want to. What? Why is that even a lead law? Removed. That should be common so, sense. Yeah, he didn't want to remove the lead. Um, so I, I gave my notice and I, I bought a house. Now let me ask you. Know, you, you know, I'm in the cut off, Kendra, but it's crazy 
uh, Keith Hayes, and you're in Massachusetts? Yes, Brockton, Massachusetts, home of the champions, home of Marvin Hagler and Rocky Mastiano. Wow, man. A, a lot of what I I'm got I got going I got going on right now, or I ain't gonna say a lot of it, but part of it has something to do with damn Massachusetts and y'all in um Boston, right? Yeah, Boston, I'm south of Boston, twenty miles south of Boston. Correct. Yep. Okay. You know, I had a girl. Um, like full circle. <laughs> there, there's there's one person who uh, was telling me that she says she had to move from Boston. She says because it's very racist up there. I said, really? It like, isn't expensive and racist. That's what she said. And you know, and, and I lived here. I live. I, look, I live here. And here's a funny thing: you got a lot of people who will throw that and say that. And do we have knuckleheads who say racist stuff and things that go on? Yes. But here's the thing, and I'll tell you why: Boston is not racist. During COVID, um, when all this George Floyd stuff was going on, the racist group, they decided to come here twice to Massachusetts. Every time that the racist group came here to assemble on the Boston Commons or anywhere in Boston, they were outnumbered 50 to 1. Boston came out and ran these people out of here. Um, So for people to say that Boston is racist... They didn't grow up at a time when Boston was really racist like I did. You know, like I said, I, I got bust. I was one of the first black kids bust out of Boston projects to to Brighton Mass, which is the whitest of white neighborhoods back then. And and you know, that was that was racism. That was racism back then. Uh Boston today is nowhere even near what it was back in the seventies. Not even near it. And, and to be honest, you come to Boston, you know what you see in Boston when you're up here? You see more mixed couples and mixed kids up here in Boston than you see anywhere. Anywhere. So don't believe that hype. <laughs> okay. Well, you know what? Uh, for me, I've never dealt with any. I got a question for you. What investments did you make? What investments did I make? Yeah, or, um, or, or, or or in this day and age, right now, how the world is, what investments would you make now? Financial investments. Um, right now, um, I, I invest in my business and in myself. Um, I, okay. I produce podcasts. I'm a DJ. Um, I manage a singer, a recording artist, Viana Marie. I, I keep my money close to me. I actually, and I'm just going to say this, and it, it hasn't been out there, but I actually invested money in a um, some speakers that are coming out from a, a company called Audios. I've invested in that. But I also invested some money into what was almost like crypto, and I lost. Right now, I, I've lost almost a hundred grand uh, in this deal. Yeah, and and you know, you it's that? when COVID hit. Uh, money that was being, you know, exchanged overseas and stuff. Uh, the money got locked up, and they are now. They've been fighting for the last three years to get the money released. Um, it was a, it was an electronic stock type option where um, my money doubled every six months. Every six months, my money doubled, and um, at this time, it's it's locked up. 
can't get it, can't access it. People are like, are you mad? I'm like, it's out of my hands. I'm not going to be mad. You know, if, if it comes out, I get it. And I'll invest it somewhere else that's safer. But until then, you know, there's nothing I can do about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? And, you know, I got a lot of people who know that I got hit by a car. I've already got people in my inbox already reaching out to me because everybody's like, you about to get paid. I, I To be honest, I could care less about getting paid because you know what? For the pain that I had for a month and a half, it the, the, you couldn't pay me any money in the world to go back to that pain. Oh, man. You know? So it don't I'll matter to me. Brother. What's that? Excuse me, I'm sorry. How fast were they going when they hit you? Uh, she was doing about 10 miles an hour. She hit me right She hit me right below the knee, fractured my knee, tore my ACL, tore my MCL, and strained my PCL in my right leg. PCL? So I, I couldn't. I've never asked you. The reason why I asked, I had a homeboy that got hit years ago, and he was, like, mm-hmm. crossing like a bypass, and mm-hmm. that person was flying, so that's why I asked. Yep, yep. And I'm lucky. Like I said, I'm lucky to be alive. I'm lucky she didn't drive on top of me. And I'm lucky that I rolled up on the hood versus, you know, going under the car. And that and that's that's where I was damn lucky, so. Yeah. Yeah. I got a question for you. Do you think a cannabis investment would be good? Yep. Yep, I actually used, so when I got hit by this car, um, I didn't take any painkillers because it was a torn ACL. And I told the doctor straight out, I'm like, why would I take painkillers? It's an ACL. Your body and your mind is going to tell you which way you can move and which, you, and which way you can't move so you can heal properly. So I didn't take any painkillers. I did Tylenol PM at night. And then a friend of mine, she has a CBD ointment nice little ointment that she gave me and um i use that on my knee and i swear by it now and cbd is probably one of the best things to get involved with just pay attention to what your regulations and stuff are in your state um, so you don't get yourself into trouble but yeah cbd is something definitely to invest in okay it's one it's one of the fastest growing um businesses out there and ai i hate to say ai is taking a lot of jobs away but if you can get in on some of these ai startups before they get bought out um you want to get in on that an interesting piece of ai info that i've been trying to keep my eye on for investing in um a lot of the malls out here in boston um and and a lot of these um lows and home depots have now have these robots that are replacing security officers these robots work 24 7 um they can do everything pretty much a a security officer can do um and the 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 stock option right now is real cheap but new york the city of new york has already said that they're going to put these same ai robots on the streets of new york um as early as next year and they're going to be patrolling the streets of of New York. So if you want to get in on a on a stock and make some money, invest in this company, just look it up. Look up New York City robots. Um, the dogs that they're putting on the street come from here in Boston. They come from Boston Dynamics. And then the robots that they they, they look like giant oversized R2D2 units. Um, but it's very interesting. You might want to look into investing into that. I'm not going to lie. I kind of feel like 
I get the concept, but just the morality of it, that's something that I'm not going to invest in. I don't feel like an artificial intelligence should play a part in safety. Unfortunately, it's coming, and you're not going to stop it. And 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 here's the problem: you've got jobs. You're losing jobs day by day. And here's the thing that people need to understand too: um, AI is the biggest threat to unions and jobs across America. Um, right now, there are trucking companies that are replacing drivers, union drivers, with AI autonomous trucks across the country. Coors is already doing it. Budweiser is already doing it. Guess what, people? When you can finally eliminate your union truck drivers, that's one of your biggest lobbying union groups in Washington gone. If you can get rid of police by replacing them with dogs, robot dogs, and AI robots, guess what? You've now broken up one of the next biggest, largest unions, the police union. They've already got AI in schools. There's another big union gone. Teachers unions, gone. Supermarkets was a big union. Supermarkets are already feeling the pinch of losing people because the first thing they got rid of is cash registers. A lot of your cash registers are going to AI, self-checkout. And you know what's crazy? That's and then a, they get upset. That's another have, union gone. They, they get upset when we out here stealing. I'm like, bro, you didn't train us how to actually do this uh, checking out job properly. You can't get mad that I don't know how to scan this tomato for what it's for. It's going in the bag. <laughs> they want to have try to follow me home and say, sir, warn, you got to warn off for your arrest. For what? Because I took a tomato? I'm hungry. Bro, you know what? I'm I'm so I'm so ignorant, y'all. I'm I'm actually a lot more ghetto than y'all think. I'm so I'm so ignorant where I have stolen from companies, but I'll never steal from individual people. Because I know companies have insurance on it. Individual people, that that's bad karma for me to come back. It's gonna come back on me. You know, that's I found I that out. I found that out as a kid. When I was a teenager, I worked at a store called um, Toy Works. Toy Works was KB Toys, and you know I'm young. I'm full of piss and vinegar. And it was Christmas time and some people came in and they filled up their carriage and then boom, they went right through the doors. The alarm went off and I chased them to the mm. car. And the guy, the guy pulled a gun on me mm. <laughs> and said, you better go back in the store. And here I am. I'm like, oh, what you going to do? Shoot me. And you know, I'm talking all types of crap and all this stuff. And, oh, you were um, still talking? I would have ran. <laughs> still, still talking. And, um, you know, the cop came up to me. When the time came, they, they left. And when the cop came up to me, he's like, that was the most stupidest thing you ever could have done. He's like, this store is insured for $5,000 of losses a day. He's like, they, they, they'll make that money back. And, they, and, and that's when I learned right then and there that, you know what? It ain't, it ain't wise <laughs> to right. be chasing people when the store's got these big insurance. And I actually, I, were, I, I have a friend, and I can't say her name. And I can't say the business that she worked for because it's a big, it's a big name company, a business. Sounds um, like but this is a this is a well known business that a lot of women go to, and um, one of the things that they did that they do um, is at Christmas time they push a lot of the product out, and then what they would tell their managers to do is to report theft 
if you were in a mall, you would it, it, after Christmas if your sales were horrible for Christmas season, uh, <laughs> what they would what they were telling their managers to do was they would say that people stole stuff. People they would put in a false report and say that somebody came in the store and grabbed up all this stuff and ran out the store, and then they would claim they would claim these these thefts that were fake, but it would help them with their lost profits if they had so, a bad so they Christmas. Never, so, so I got, here's my quote. Hold on. Let me, let me Almost raise. Almost like welfare. <laughs> let me raise my hand real quick. So how do they not catch on every year? This keeps happening. They don't have camera systems. So how do they not Cause it's, catch on? Cause it's a, cause it's, it's one of these big companies that nobody would ever ask. Oh, and okay. I can't say that. I can't say the company, but no, of course not. You, these you, companies. Yep. Yeah, it's one of these companies that, People would never ask. And I'm pretty sure if somebody's listening to this show and they were a manager at this famous store, they would say, yep, he's right. They, they, they exactly teach their managers to do that after the Christmas season. Definitely teach them to do that. So, But no, what, what I will say this, though, Keith. Like, you know, it's a shame that, that when you – and would you just say this was your first job where you try to tackle the people and run them down? Or what, what job? Yeah, Toy Works. Yeah, Toy Works. It was one of my first jobs as a teenager. And they didn't um, tell you during orientation, listen, if somebody runs out the building, just let them go. Just no, not back then. No, this was this was back in the 80s out of high school. You know, they didn't tell you that stuff in the 80s. You know, they didn't tell you all that stuff. Um, yeah, you had to worry about the clock. Yeah, you, well, you worried you know, you you about the highway. You, you, <laughs> you said, wait, what What? for so, What did you say for sure? You didn't have I to worry about actually, you didn't have to worry about getting shot because um, they pulled a gun on him, didn't he? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? You know what? The only thing about that, the only thing about, you know, like I said, I remember I remember there was, when I was working at Walmart, uh, one of those hood Walmart, uh, dog, I can't remember this guy's <laughs> name. I cannot remember this guy's His face is in my head right now. But I remember what happened was he had lost, he was part of loss prevention. And so he had lost his job because what he did was he ran behind the guy um, trying, trying to chase him, the guy, and he ran past the cones. At that point, let him go. But he kept trying to chase the guy even past the cones and he pulled out his gun and started shooting at him. Now, and he was with an officer. Now imagine if somebody would have got hit. He lost his job behind that. Why'd they bring this oh, man? Oh, hell yeah. Why they bring this man back on weeks later? But instead of loss prevention, he was just one of the regular sales associate managers. What the hell is that? He's not capable of doing anything. You need to remove him from the premises for good. Mm, yeah, I agree. That's how I look yeah. at that. But I remember I saw this video, this uh, comedic YouTube, uh, not YouTube, but a comedic video that was circling around on Instagram. And basically in the video, it had uh, this woman who was just taking her job too seriously, like a, like wherever grocery store she was at. But the woman was like, let me see your receipt. Let me see your receipt and everything else like that. And so she basically uh, was trying to fight the woman in the rain. This girl was trying to fight the woman in the rain. And I'm like, bro, this woman, I'm like, I understand you want to take your job seriously, but some things you got to have common sense about. And I had to learn to do that with my job. I used to work at uh, LA Fitness. And so working at LA Fitness, one of the rules we had was if they don't have their barcode, let them show their ID. They got to show their ID. My mama came in there one day. She didn't have her barcode. So I'm like, can I see your ID? It's like, she knows. She's like, Kendra, you know why? I'm like, I know, but these are the rules. <laughs> it's like, Kendra, I'm your mother. Oh, I, have to, I have to see your ID, mom. 
She says, what? And then she just walked past me. I almost called the police. I'm not lying, guys. I took my job way too seriously. And so she told my manager, he's like, Kendra, he said, Kendra, why would you stop trying to stop your mama from not walking in? I said, because you have a sign. And it says, and you will get terminated immediately. It's like, Kendra, that's your mother. If you know that person, you know them well. I said, but you know all these other people. It's like, Kendra, it's your mom. I said, you need to, need to actually have some, some, I take stuff literally. You tell me, that's all, I've always been a literal person. My mom was upset, you know. But I did call the police <laughs> on a couple people, though. Boy, your Thanksgiving dinner would have been crazy. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just, like I said, to me, it's just, um, it's just honestly, it was, I took that job way too seriously because again, I didn't want to give, and I'm going to tell y'all the real reason. I didn't want to lose my free membership. That's the real reason why I took that job seriously. I did not <laughs> want to pay. I was going to stay at that job no matter what. I was a pit bull at the door. I had adults probably ready to fight me, but they're like, man, she's 18 years old. I'm a grown ass man. What I look like trying to fight this old young whippersnapper. She just, she just left puberty, you know? So <laughs> Ah, I told that joke to a, I told that I told that joke to a sixteen year old because I thought she was like older. I was like, no, I'm not eighteen. She says I'm sixteen. I said, oh, you just left puberty. And she says, hmm. And I'm like, bitch, don't you do that, okay? Little sixteen year old, little had a, had a, had those little uh, big ass uh, look like a, a big old child with those. Uh, I can't remember what her hair, her hair still like style look like it was a just for me perm box, right? And then she just had too much attitude and stuff I'm like sis. I almost took my earrings off. I'm like, wait, this is a child. Every listen, every other 15 and 16 year old laughed at that joke except her. I'm like, maybe the joke was too inappropriate. I said, no, it wasn't. It was a decent joke. Great. <laughs> you know, so that's that's all I have to say. Um, that's all I have to say about about that. I do want to uh, go ahead. Uh, so I, you know, I thought it was gonna be more people, but you know, apparently, folks. Um, they thought it was another day or maybe they just didn't get it. It's okay. You know, people will say, I look at it like it's a party, right? You tell someone a month before about your party, oh, I'll show up. I'll show up. And then like, you know, 20 days into it, you, you invited 50 people, 20 days into it, it's like 30 people. Then 10 days into it, it's seven people. The day before, hey man, listen, I, you know what? I was going to show up to, to, the, to the party and everything, but look, my cat got into a fight with a squirrel. I thought the cat was whooping that squirrel's butt, and for whatever reason, the squirrel, you know, came and put him in a chokehold. So I had to go defend this cat because this is my this is my cat, man. It's my dog. And then, I, you know, uh, I got bit by a squirrel. Now I got rabies. If I survive, I'm currently in the hospital. If I survive, then you know what? I'm gonna come on your podcast tomorrow. You know, like I said, man, it's, people always got a freaking excuse, man. That, Oh, that's why I just do stuff by myself. Actually, on Monday, on Monday I'm going on my um, sabbatical for the month of May. So for the people in YouTube uh, who will listen to this on YouTube, just know every uh, May of every year, if I can go, I take like you know the entire pretty much the month off, like 70, 80 percent of the month I take off. And so I just you know travel. And so um, people are like, oh, you travel out of town by yourself? Yeah, that's what I do. I like. I like road trips. I can pick up hookers. Can't do that flying. So with that being said, I, um, you'd be surprised though. You'd be surprised. <laughs> with that, with that being said, I um I, I'm gonna be driving from Georgia to Kansas City. My first time in Missouri. My first time in Kansas City, Kansas, and Kansas City, Missouri. I'm gonna be flying 
uh, I mean, driving from there to Chicago, to Indiana, uh, for the first time in Indiana, then to Memphis, um, Memphis to uh, Little Rock, Arkansas. From there, I am going to go to Valdosta, Georgia and see KG, which KG was supposed to be on a podcast, but he thought it probably was another day. I'm not sure, but you know, it is what it is. Um, he'll just come back next time. But yeah, KG. And then of course, Mac real, who's supposed to show up on the podcast. He, um, uh, is in Memphis and everything else like that. So, you know, like I said, I'm just going to make my rounds, going to make my rounds and everything else like that. Have any of you all been to those other, uh, have y'all been to Kansas, Missouri, Indiana, Illinois, None of those, no, none of those states. It's okay. I'm doing it for both of all three of us. Okay. And you know what's crazy? People are like, man, you really like be out here traveling. They say, you must be a millionaire. I said, guys, if I was a millionaire, then y'all, I'd be have probably like somewhere off the grid right now, you know, doing some, some really, some really hood rat thuggish type of things, but in a good way. I'd be somewhere in the North Pole one day. You know, but I'm like, guys, I mean, I just, I, I still have my issues and I struggle too. I have to tell folks that. But what I do is I don't spend my money on BS, right? I try to still get a chance to um, save. Savings is key. You know, you have the rest of your life to party. You got to, I came across this quote where it said, you have to, to miss, uh, you got to stack on funds. Hold on, you got to miss out on fun to stack on funds, Right. At the NDS. And so that's the truth. Like, you got to realize the smoke, the drink, that's going to forever be here. People just fire me up anyway. Like, hey, hit this blunt. Okay, take it with you. Okay, cool. So it's like, I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't need to, you know, alcohol. I mean, people just always have shots ready, you know, so I don't, I don't need to, um, go and spend any extra money food you know i you know hey i'm a, i'll just go and find a random food stamp card and be on the ground sometimes i just guess the numbers and hey i, I got a basket full of groceries you know so it works it works man shout shout man you know what i think if anybody makes under a hundred thousand dollars a year i feel like we should automatically get three to five hundred dollars worth of food stamps in my opinion <laughs> If you make under a hundred thousand dollars a year, you should automatically be rewarded three to five hundred dollars worth for food stamps. Oh yeah. Like, like you know what? What the price of eggs? About twenty dollars now. Yeah, I, damn near. <laughs> in, in my state, it ain't that bad, but it's close. <laughs> in my state is terrible. I'm I'm in a black mecca. Cause you went you in North Carolina, right? Yeah. Yeah, so like I said, you, you, everything, I think further away from Atlanta, the better, you know, stuff like that. Y'all ain't got to deal with traffic like that. Or do y'all? No, no, it's, it's, in my little town, it's being reckless around here right lately. Like, you mean to tell me, like, like people having breaking glass, like breaking carjacks? Oh, shit, they always been breaking in cars around here. Okay, so with that. We're going to take a quick break about the breaking in the cars and all that. Uh, We'll be right back. All right. All right. We're back. This is the last part. Part three of this random conversation we all decided to have. And yeah. Oh, let me go ahead and hit the play button. Have you ever caught someone try breaking your car? Nope. But they, got my, no they got my truck. 
I, I, I can't drive cars. I will never take care of a car. But they got my truck. They got my truck. I was mad as shit too. What happened? What? What? How did they get your truck? What? What? What happened? Me slipping. You know, didn't have my doors locked and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, they got me. They. I think what really pissed me off about it. No, you know what? It's funny that you say that. I did catch somebody breaking into my um, truck one day. I was at work. Mm-hmm. And um, it was some kids. I was mad as hell, too. I, I think I was more so pissed off that they were going through my truck. You know, that they tried me. Because there's in my town, there might be only like three or four trucks like mine. Mm-hmm. But if you see either one of them trucks, you know exactly who is driving what truck. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. just, I guess it's based upon the color of that truck. And um, I was at work. Now, mind you, I was like on the second floor on the job. And I heard some cat, uh, some kids outside yelling, yeah, don't do that shit, don't do that shit. So I was like, well, what are they trying to do? So I go through the other window, uh, you know, I go look at it through another window and it's my door is wide open. Mm-hmm. I have never ran downstairs. No, so <laughs> Yo, and it's funny, like, you know, like I said, we in, I'm in North Carolina, so it's like there's a field, like a little grass area around you know, the building that I was working at, I ran that little fucker down. <laughs> I, I ran him down. And and I hadn't ran that fast since high school. Mm. I, I was like, boy, I could I mean I could have I could have bust his head wide open. But the crazy part about it was like, man, if I hit this kid, it's over. Regardless of what he did, it's over if I hit this kid. I was no, I'm saying now did you try did you tackle him and be like and, and then slap and say, What are you doing? No, I didn't have to. By the time I mean when I caught up to him, he threw his hands up. It was like, no, 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 no. I was like, I couldn't hit him after that. You know what I mean? And, and was hell, he the only he person or was it other people? No, it was a group of them. It was a group of kids. But you had caught one of them. Everybody else just took off. No, no, no. They was all together. It's like, you know, these kids nowadays, they, they're they fearless. Mm. And it's like the one who took it was the one, the one who took the shit out of my truck was the one who ran the fastest. The others, they was like, I ain't doing nothing. I ain't moving. You know what I mean? It was like they was on some other shit. And mm-hmm. how I felt about it was like, if I start going off on these kids, I know I'm, I'm going to be the one going to jail. What about going about letting them know? You know what? That to me is just what is that? By letting them know that you. No, 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 no. I was on. I was on some physical shit. Oh, okay. I thought I was like, how you going to go to jail behind? My intent would have been once I got started, I wasn't going to stop until mm. it was too late. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. So let's just say some people who saw where I was getting ready to take it didn't really approve of my behavior. Man, what the hell? You know what? That's, that's, that's what's wrong with that to me is what is wrong with 
Yeah, that was some nigga shit. It was. You know what I mean? I felt like they was on some, well, hell, they ain't do it to me. You know what I mean? That's how they felt. Mm-hmm. And blatantly, that's how, that's what some of them said. They ain't take my shit. You know what I mean? Or whatever the case may be. Because I was like, yo, you know, yo, help me out with this little motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> now, mind you, we didn't get into a fight. It was more so like, I don't know how I was going to take it because I, I didn't want to call the cops. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I know if I want, if I put my hands on this little motherfucker, I ain't going to stop. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was on a whole different level because I want to say that was the second time my truck had been broken into. And but but the first time was at home or was it at work? It was at home the first time. Did you start installing cameras around the area, like you know, ring camera or something in that realm? Man, ain't no need when you got like two and three, uh, you know, like a hundred apartments out there. Ain't no need to doing all that extra mm-hmm. shit. You know, I, I could have done well when I when it happened at home. I could have done better just by locking my door. Mm-hmm. Got you. You know what I'm saying? So some of that fault lied lied with me. But I'm I hate just, the I, I hate was just more so pissed somebody tried it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now mind you, an adult or some shit like that, it would have went in a different way. You know what I mean? You you probably would have got shot behind that shit. Mm-hmm. Or stabbed. You know what I mean? Going into my into my vehicle or going going into anything like that of mine, you know, basically you still in front. Mm-hmm. But when it comes down to a kid, you know, you know, you can't you can't do that to a child, you know. So unfortunately, you can't. Their parents have failed that, you know, part, and it's like I really hate that because it's like, why are you allow allowing? Uh, you're like y'all are not being watchful over your children. You guys are like you guys are really sorry, bro. And then you yeah. and then they want to get on when something happens to a kid. The kid gets popped. My child was a good child. No, the hell he wasn't, bro. Keep, keep it real. Your child, nothing was good about your child. Your child is a pair of black air forces that come to life. That's what your child is. <laughs> just saying, man. Right? I mean, I'm just saying from from that that the kid aspect of it, and you know the crazy part about it, because that happened while I was at work, and when I told the property manager about it, she did end up calling the police, and the one kid who was screaming, "Give this shit back! Don't do it! Don't do it! Don't do it!" That was the kid that got locked up. Hmm. And I ain't gonna lie, I felt bad about that because he didn't do shit. He kept screaming, don't do it, put it back, don't do it. I, I mean, I heard that from the second floor, but that's what caught my attention. And being that he was on probation, they locked that kid up. They locked that kid up. And it was it was funny because the cop called me and he was like, yeah, we got the guy, uh, one of the kids, this, that, and the third. And I just want to hear your account. And I was like, yeah, you know, there was one kid who kept saying, don't do it, don't do it. He on probation, he on the box, this, that, and the third. That kid was just guilty by association. You know what I mean? And the cop told me flat out. He was like, 
damn, I ain't think that kid ever would ever tell the truth about anything, so he must be telling the truth about this. And I was like, yeah, the, the kid who actually did it was the youngest one out of the whole crew. Mm. You know what I mean? I, I didn't even know these children. But the one who was on probation was the one who did the time. Well, now, I thought that was real fucked up. I even asked him. I was like, "Yo, man, don't don't do that to that kid, man. He he didn't do anything. Exactly. But he was the one on papers, and that's the one they got. I thought that was real. I thought that was real fucked up. It is. No, it, it honestly, it really is. You know, but it's 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 one of those things. It it, it really it really does. That's why you got to watch the company that you keep. Honestly. You got to watch the company that you keep so you can always try to make the best uh, decisions possible and everything else like that. Um, but like you were saying, though, these kids is out of hand, though. They really are. Mm-hmm. That's why I don't teach out of high school no more. Oh, you used, used to be a high school teacher? Yeah, you know, um, I did um, uh, teaching welding at a high school, yeah. Mm-hmm. I did that shit for you. Uh, two semesters for them that would be a year but yeah I am yeah I, I won't do it these kids they they wild they're wild you know? <laughs> it's like these kids these, these parents want to have their they friends they want to be their friends and everything that's really what it wait what was your own look look, mean, look 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 let me let me and here's the funny thing because he's talking about being a teacher and here's the thing that pisses me off right now about parents of today. Parents today can spend three hours so them and their kid can do a 30-second TikTok dance, but yet they can't sit down for an hour to do their homework with them. Yeah. Oh, wait, I got something that I want to ban. I want to ban these kids, <laughs> these parents who go all out for their kids. These these, these uh, prom seasons start oh, like they go to get... oh. wedding. They want the to have puzzles. a helicopter. But these kids are flunking school. What is that? I hate the promposal. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like they 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 do too they too they do too much but not enough. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It, that that's crazy. I I uh uh-uh. nah. I I kind of feel like some of the old ways just need to come back it's true. all the way around. You know, at least when when I was a kid, um, uh, I don't know your age, Keith, but um, I'm up there a little bit too. <laughs> I heard '90s with you, and I'm an '80s baby. So, you know, yeah, I, Keith was I, born I, in the four. I think you understand. I think you understand where I'm coming from. Say Keith again. The 70s. Keith is born in the '70s. Well, no, no. Actually, I was born in the 60s. Oh, <laughs> oh. we got a grandpa on the show. Not, no, I'm not a grandpa. I'm not a grandpa. I don't have any grandkids yet. <laughs> but black don't crack. I was, I was thinking you was like yeah. 1960. I was like, wait, what part of the 60s were you talking? Okay. All right. Disregard that. I'll, uh, I'll figure out how to edit that part out later. Okay, I want to play a quick game before we um before we go and everything else like that. KG, I, 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 hey KG, what what happened? Why is only like two people? Why don't single text going on KG? Because you banned, you banned. Shut up. Let me tell you what happened, man. Uh oh, 
my email wouldn't sync. And undoubtedly, I didn't know it wasn't syncing until just now. So when I had the, uh, when I got your uh, messenger text, I'm like, I know damn well. I'm bearing an iPhone, y'all. Fuck them. I'm going back to Android. <laughs> Might as well. Shit. Well, you don't have. What about your? Uh, okay, got you. Well, it's okay, KG. Well, no, it's, uh, no. Well, everybody was talking about how the kids is and stuff. So I was gonna chime in with that too. Go ahead. Go I ahead, ain't know if we had time. Got, I'm gonna play a quick game with y'all. After that, we're, I'm gonna play a quick game with y'all. How y'all fellas doing, man? I probably don't know none of y'all that's on here whatnot. So anybody <laughs> that work for the, don't don't nobody work for uh, human resource department or. All right, man. Well, disclaimer for the audience that may be like, what the hell? But I got to ban me and my wife. Y'all probably like, what the hell? Well, let me tell you, all right? Every Saturday or whatnot, it would be white folks with the damn country and music. Oh, my bad. He black. <laughs> But anyway, um, I'm at the gas station. Now. <laughs> okay, but anyway, every Saturday, every you know, like Saturday weekend, whatnot. Me, you know, like we had the grandchildren over and stuff. You know, the children and the grandchildren. Over, you know, we got the room for so we like, come on, shoot. Sometimes it's good to have the pitter patter a little feet round. So the thing about it, I noticed. But when I start walking around with that walk, if any of y'all married. Or, have, or in a deep, committed relationship. Sometimes your girl just walk around, and you can tell by the way she walks around, you can tell that it's time to do something. Okay. Now, immediately, I'm already drinking and stuff, so I'm already feeling the vibe. <laughs> so I seen her, so I see her walking and stuff. I'm like, Hark, my wife is in trouble. We must do, we must do something about this. So the thing about it, I'm like, good night, children. All the children just hold ass and stuff. They gone. They're going to the uh, room where they're going to have movie night or whatnot. At least that's what we thought. So, anyway, we get in there. We get it going on and stuff, doing our thing or whatnot. And here comes the Kevin Hart moment, y'all. That's what I call it, because it was a Kevin Hart moment. We up in there doing our thing and stuff. I'm in there, hell yeah, go. Ride that thing, go. Go ahead, go. Do your damn thing. And then all of a sudden, I hear a voice up under the bed. Papa, can I ride too? I'm like, the fuck? So I damn jumped up under the bed. I'm like, get your little ass from under that goddamn bed or whatnot. She up there laughing. She's like, oh, Grandpa, what's that? I'm like, oh, shit, y'all. I didn't have on draw the first, y'all. But the thing about it, but the thing about it, I told my daughter. I'm like, look here, you forgot one, damn it. Come get this one. To myself, no, I want to play that game you and you and Grant, uh, Mom, Granny were playing. I'm like, no, no, hell no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So, don't look at me strange for this, y'all. But that's what happened. And uh, then uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. You never think you hear people talk about stuff like this all the time. You laugh and joke and all that, you know. But you never actually think the crap can happen to you. Hey man, well you know, first time for everything. Point, uh, yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, you know, we were kids at, 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 at some point, and we don't walk in on it. Or I, I, I never did though. Never had. I always bed, but you know, yeah, I never was the one that walked in on it. Though I was always the one that walked in on. It. Mm. For, for some odd reason. Oh well. 
I have no words for of encouragement for you, brother. <laughs> Man, I wish somebody could help me get my key out of my gas tank, damn it. I knew I should have damn put an extra ring on my keychain, and I keep a lock on all my vehicles and stuff. So, therefore, now I'm going to have to ban myself again because I done damn got my key stuck in my damn gas lock. And I can't get my damn... Boy, the day just ain't good for me, y'all. These kids nowadays are something different, man. And it's crazy for me, because I've been I've been teaching for a while. Um more so at uh, on, you know, uh higher level as far as, you know, as colleges, community colleges, stuff like that, part time. And their respect level just ain't there. Now, for you, your situation, uh, Kevin, I don't think that was a respect thing, but, but that is something that's always going cool. <laughs> Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's something that's always going to stick around. But these mm-hmm. kids, man, these kids are something different. Um, Before we play the game, I got to ask y'all, did did you see the viral video of the substitute teacher fighting? Uh, yeah, another? of course. Oh, of course. That's right here in my state. Actually, not even oh, 45 damn. minutes away from me. You know what I mean? And that was crazy. That was crazy. But, and I heard that girl got charged. I heard um, the substitute teacher got charged for fighting her. Crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? And all she had to do was sit down and chill out. Now, back in the day, you tried something like that, you got your ass whooped by the teacher, the substitute, then you your got parents, your ass whooped when you got home. The neighbor, <laughs> you know the, the neighbor found out about it? Yeah, you, 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 had to, you had to go head up against the whole community. You know what I mean? People who ain't even got shit to do with it. They just know your folks. And heard about what you, you know, what you went through. That's right. And then they ready to get you. Nowadays, these kids, they ain't got to, they ain't got to deal with that. I don't know. I don't know where the disconnect came. Because I think, like I said, a lot of these parents started getting, was going, was, uh, they started being younger and younger and they wanted to be their kid's friend. And, you know, you have, you have grandmothers who raised their kids, like, you know, I want I want to ban the mothers who got they who got got the grandmamas raising their kids while she, while she's taking care of the boyfriend. Let's ban those women, man. Just saying. Mm-hmm. That, All right, yeah. game time. Okay, game right, time. Go, go ahead. You you want to say something? Go ahead, and say something about, about what I just said. Uh, I'm I'm kind of torn. Yeah, because I was one of the kids raised by their grandparents. You know what I mean. Um, but it wasn't so much because my my mom was trying to take care of my dad or anything like that. It was just it was just a a time, you know what I mean? Because my mother she didn't have me, you know, as a as a as a kid. She had she had me as an adult, you know what I mean? Or what today's society would consider as an adult. But times were just hard. You know what I mean? And if you don't have uh, a certain 
type of situation or leadership going on in that situation or foundation or structure, things can be hard. So sometimes the grandparents do step out, you know, and, and excuse me, step up and help out. So I don't know, but there are people like you were saying, I mean, hell, I got my friends who are my age who have three and four grandchildren, mm-hmm. you know, and, um, hell by the time they were 20, or in their mid-twenties, their kids was already having children. So, yeah, I get that too. You know? I don't know. I'm well, let me, let me say what, what I... what Okay, so let me say this. There's nothing wrong with being raised by grandma if she instills... From what I have seen. You know, there's nothing wrong with being raised by grandma. She instills, like, don't play with me. You're going to get tore up. I'm not afraid of you. You know, whatever, whatever. But when you have mothers who want to go take care of a man or they'll leave the state to go and be with a man, leave their kids in the grand. Of course, grandma doesn't want the kids to go into foster care. So of course, especially let's say she's 70 years old or she might be, you know, she's up in age where she's not doing the same thing she did back in the day. Like, you know, your, no, your story is definitely completely uh, different from what I have seen. I'm talking about those trifling mothers where I have talked to grandmothers who were like, man, I, I have to raise my grandkids and I, you know, they, you can feel the frustration, but they kind of, you know, are lackadaisical and they get upset and, and all that other type of stuff. Me yeah. and their kids, you know, that those are the type of women I'm talking about. Okay. But yeah, not, not your, not in your, uh, situation. Um, and everything yeah. else like that. I, I mean, I, I didn't feel, you know, y'all, you know, you was directing it towards me or anything like that. I was just, you know, I was just saying, speaking from experience of being raised by a grandparent, you know, and at the same time, too, I was raised by that grandparent until I ended up becoming a teenager. You know what I mean? So after that, I was back with my my mom and, you know, father and things like that. Got it. Okay. Okay, cool. Yeah, like I said, you know, I don't want to, I definitely love, appreciate your point, you know, but I, I just hate where you have where I guess some women like that just run off to go be with a man. I'm like, what is that mess? You know? So, hey, that's that's all I'll say about that. But we're going to play a quick little game. Um, I actually had and after this game, we will head on out. We'll head on out. So, actually, I had a um, uh, Sean Wayans. Uh, he actually had a book back in the later part of the 90s called 150 Ways to Tell If You're Ghetto. And I had another book that was called You Know You Get Away. So I wanted to see what you guys was going to mark down. And we'll um, see who wins the most points after this. All right. So the first one is, you ever snuck a 40 ounce into church? Nah, I can't say I have. All right. Now, how we keep the score? Are we supposed to tell oh, 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 oh. you? No, 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 no. You, you just tell me. Whoever, whoever makes it the first, uh, I guess, first 10. Five to ten, okay? Whoever makes it the first five or ten points, and we're going to do one point each, then that's who we who wins the game. Okay. All gotcha. Right. Gotcha. All right, so you guys, so nobody has done that before. All right, the second gotcha. one is you sleep more. At one point, you slept more than two to a bunk bed. Yeah, I can say I had. All right, you got one point, Okay. 
Um, you put sugar on your frosted flakes. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so we got one to two. Vashon's in the lead so far. The police knows your entire family. <laughs> in oh. what era? <laughs> <laughs> Any era. Any era. <laughs> Yeah, I can say yeah. Okay, three <laughs> points. Michelle, three points. Keep one. KG is currently zero. Next, you use your hands to put food it, on your fork. Actually, KG's muted. He might be answering and not realizing he's muted. Okay, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll see when he comes back. All right, so here's one. You use your hands to put food on your fork. I used to do that. I used to do that. I'm gonna I'm say yes. I used to do that. Okay. So there's, certain, there's certain there's certain foods you gotta put it on the fork or it don't it don't get on there right. Okay, so that's two. Okay. Like broccoli. So Vashon, two two to four. Okay. So mm-hmm. Keith, you have two. Vashon, you or did you do that, uh, Vashon, or you didn't do that? I believe I may have. I'm trying to think right now. It, was, it wasn't like a it occurrence, a reoccurrence. No, 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 I can't say. I, I probably did, though, you know what I mean? He said broccoli. I always just stabbed the broccoli. Me too. Maybe rice, yeah. Yeah, I use rice, uh, stuff like that, you know, little little grains to food. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, I do. Okay, all right. All Got right. it. Okay, we're going to skip that next one. All right, the only vegetable in your diet is the lettuce from a Big Mac. Nah. 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 You wear house shoes to the grocery store. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so what? So, so Michelle has five, Keith has three. Okay. Uh, You ever slap somebody over the prize in the cereal box? Nah. Nah, I ain't never done that. Okay. You use a clothes hanger as an antenna. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> so six, and then Keith, you have four. Four. All right. You didn't okay. know that there were two, you didn't know that there were two Lionels on the Jefferson. No, nah, I didn't know there were two Lionels on. Oh, no, I didn't know that either. <laughs> For sure. All right, now it's like two two actors playing the same character or two different Lionels. Either way around, I didn't know it, but... Oh, yeah, yeah, that's... Yeah. I see what she's saying. Two different actors, I thought, yeah. It was two different actors that played Lion. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, nah, either way, I didn't know. Because they had the Lionel, who was on All in the Family, who was Mike's best friend, but when they had to show the Jeffersons... The Lionel that they cast it was different from the one that was in All in the Family. Okay, All, All in the Family, Archie Bunker. Yep, because the Jeffersons was a spinoff of, the, of of All in the Family. Oh, I never knew that. Yep, that is correct. Yep, and, Ly- and Lionel was, was Archie's son-in-law's best friend. And he used to hate when Lionel came over because he was black. Right. That's how a lot of those shows uh, was was uh, created. Uh, Family yeah. Matters. Uh, all those. 
Yeah, I didn't know anything about the two Lionels and everything. Okay. The next is you chew ice. No. Oh, I hate that. <laughs> that's actually a medical. That's actually a medical problem if you know somebody who does it. <laughs> really? Yeah. It's a, it, um, my ex-wife uh, had this issue with chewing ice, and it turns out that it's a medical issue. People who have low iron or anemia tend to chew ice. I'm glad I got my physical coming up. Okay. So do you chew ice, LaShawn? Yeah. All right, that's nine points. Well, if it's crushed ice, I can't do that, that the, the big cubes and shit, but, you know, crushed ice. Yeah, that's my ex-wife. Yeah, my ex-wife used to go to the donut shop and get a cup of crushed ice so she could chew it. Okay, well, Vashon, you got you know, come back and report. Let us know. I don't even yeah. know if I like the fact that I'm winning this game. Be <laughs> 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 told. <laughs> uh, I missed a couple of questions, so. All right, here's another one. You recognize your homies on America's Most Wanted? Yep. That's one point for KG. Mm. Well, it wasn't actually yeah. America's Most Wanted. But it was a bulletin around the town I stay in and stuff. You know, I don't know if that necessarily counts. <laughs> but I say it's local news for me, man. It's local news. It you get, you get okay. one point. Because they always got caught. They never made it to America's. Oh, if, yeah. <laughs> if, it's, if it's local news, yeah, I had someone. Yeah. i tell you this right here. How many of y'all had an ex-girlfriend that was actually on Unsolved Mystery? Nah, you got it on that one. You won the bonus. game. Bonus point. <laughs> right, KG, that's two. Two points. Two. Keith, you got six. Vashon, you got nine. All right. But I want to know more about the, the girl on America's Most Wanted, but we'll finish the game. <laughs> it was on episode. It was like on the first season or what? It was like on the first season, I think, now. And stuff, uh, if you ever come across uh, an episode, talk about the girl who... Um, it was, it was a girl and a dude, and basically what they were doing was they were robbing stores everywhere, and for some reason they just disappeared. Nobody knows what happened to them or anything like that. Them. That was out of Valdosta, Georgia. If y'all don't know where Valdosta, Georgia is, find Atlanta and go immediately down till you hit the Georgia line. That's Valdosta. Right mm-hmm. That's where I just told them earlier that that's why I'm coming to see you. At the end Cops of the was also started in Valdosta. A lot of people don't know that. Yeah, that's another. Yeah, I ain't know that. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, man. Yeah. What's even crazier is uh, knowing some of the police that were showing their ass on it, and they showing <laughs> you the video, the video footage. Hmm. Yeah, man. Yeah, y'all lit down there. This boring there town, man. Please. Well, shit, they started cops. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> on America was one. It ain't that. It ain't that one. Yeah. Hey, I got yeah, shit going yeah. on. This was back in the, what, middle 90s, I think? Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. Okay. Well, KG, two. Keith, six. Michonne, nine. All right, you work out at a jungle gym. Yep. You win. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Some of the best pull-ups I ever done. 
Focusing on the skirt instead of focusing on building. Mm. So, Nothing wrong with that. You know, yeah. I was like, hell, shit, they like me. And I'm already, you know, arms kind of swollen and shit. Mm. Look like God took a chisel to me. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Those were the days. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now the only thing that's falling on me nowadays is belly. God knows, right? Okay, yes. guys. That's all right. Well, that that was a great episode of Kendra Crone Show. Thank you, KG. You came in, but hey, you made it before. You know, we ended. Uh, Vashon, your first time. Keith is, uh, he hasn't been here uh, in a while, but I appreciate you keep coming. Vashon, stopping through. You are more than welcome to come back on the podcast at any point when I come back in about a month or two to try to, you know, um, yeah. So, yeah, all that good stuff. And, uh, anything else that you guys want to say uh, before we head out? KG, any last words? Hope everybody look better than mine today. <laughs> well, you, you got to kick it with us tonight. Um, I ain't going to lie. This is a new yeah. experience for me. So, well, this, Was this your first podcast, Vashon? Actually, yeah, it, it was. I uh, um, wrote that virginity. Woo! <laughs> yeah, yeah that sounded enticing. But um, I appreciate y'all having me. I I enjoyed myself with you all tonight. Uh, may not have been in the physical, but you know something different for me. So I appreciate conversating with you. All right, same here, Keith. Thank you so much for coming. You have anything else that you want to say? Just everybody enjoy life. You never know when it's going to come to an end. Um, and uh, happy May the 4th to everybody. May the 4th be with you and that this that, is the way. That, that. I like, I like, I like that. <laughs> Man, DeLorean, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know, you know what I mean? Oh, shit, we got a bunch of nerds up here. I like this. That's cool. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what's that's up. That's what we need to also start to a nerd podcast or something like that, Anime, why don't y'all do a little anime convention and stuff like that? Just because uh, you're a nerd don't mean that everybody likes anime. I, I, I like look, just look, look. Just speaking on anime, I tell a lot of single women that if they want to find a good dude, if you find a guy that likes Dragon Ball Z, that's your man because Dragon Ball Z teaches men to be good fathers. Goku will die for his sons. Piccolo will die for his for his best friend's son. 
Yeah, so that yeah, teaches yeah. some good. This Dragon Ball teaches men good values. How to be I a thought, father. I think a little stepdaddy though, for real. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, that man That's right. Fighting all types of shit. You know what I mean? So yeah, I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna take it farther than that. I'm gonna take it farther than that. I, I get that about you know the Pokemon series and stuff. But this this particular show right here taught you how to be a man just by looking at it. Voltron. And I ain't talking about oh, the one with the cars. No. I'm not talking about the one with the cars. I'm talking about the ones with the lions. Lions. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. Mm -hmm. I see it all the way back. And if you need one, and if you need one before Voltron, Trans RZ. Hmm. See, y'all don't know about that one, I do you? Nah, I don't. I, don't. I know about that because I'm going to go way back with Force 5 with Grandizer, God oh. King, Dangard Ace, and the Space Cateers. And Star Avengers. Okay, well, yeah, I don't want to play no more. <laughs> and Star Blazers. Mm. <laughs> Damn. Shit, I'm from the and Transformer era. <laughs> Voltron, I call that shit too. You know what I mean? Thunderbirds and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, with y'all just spitting, that's some OG classics. So uh, mm -hmm. I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to get on that. Yeah, I, I don't know what y'all talking about. Um, you fired, and uh, man. Uh, yeah, well, I had, I had, a, I had, I wanted to say something about the whole anime, anime thing. I want to let folks know y'all didn't get bullied for liking anime. Y'all got bullied because you did shit like growl at people in class and ninja ran to the lunchroom. Like folks need to be honest with themselves. So I want to say nothing. that. I know nothing about Who that. Who did that? That's what I want to know. <laughs> this new generation of kids we were talking about earlier. <laughs> they wearing hoodies. They wearing hoodies in 90 degree weather. All right. This has been a great episode. They're just so stupid. It's been a great episode. You're going to die. He's heat uh, deprivation. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Well, I ain't going to front. I'm a welder. To this day, I still wear a hoodie while I do this shit. Why? Why well, you have to. Well, not yeah. have to, but you know, it's it's normal for that right there. And I'm just talking about we just outside chilling, and everybody got on bomber coats and got dang hoodies and all this other stuff. It's uh, 230 yeah, degrees. Yeah. God yeah, damn, that girl got her ass on. Oh my bad, y'all. Um, what was I talking <laughs> about? Hey, I wish I could see <laughs> okay, let me go ahead and go. On that note, on that note, it has been a great episode. We've made it back, and like I said, we're taking a two-hour, not two-hour, like probably about two-month hiatus again, trying to get this uh, clinical psychology degree. So that's it with that. But it's been real, and we're out. Okay, okay, that was the episode uh, that was recorded some hours ago. Um, thank you guys to my new uh subscribers my new listeners thank you um you know it's just a we're back moment and everything else like that so that's all i have to say about that but uh yeah uh the end i'll guess i'll catch you guys sometime in the next month or so